Guys, if you're in an area where you're trying to get to our classes, but we're not close to you, fret not. We actually have on-demand training at streetcop.com. You can take that course online right now, and then you could attend that training in the future at no additional cost. You can redeem your voucher. So you get two for the price of one. We don't want to deny you the ability to take this training now, especially knowing that it can keep you safe at a very minimum, putting bad guys in jail where they belong, and at the maximum going home to your family. Check out streetcop.com for that offer. Hey guys, welcome to this episode of Street Cop Training Podcast. My host, founder and CEO of Street Cop Training. Today with me, a new guest to the podcast, somebody who is and has built a following on TikTok. Without further ado, I will let this gentleman, going by the name of Jesse, explain who he is, where he's from, a little history of his professional career in law enforcement and what he's doing now. So what's up, dude? Thanks for being here today and give it to him. It's happening. Yeah, certainly, certainly good to be here. So yeah, my name is Jesse. Like you said, I'm from Massachusetts. I'm from like Central Mass. I've been cop for five years. I did like the part-time cop thing when they still had that up in Mass. Now they got rid of it. But I did the part-time thing for uh, about a year just to get my feet wet. And then uh, I got put in pretty quick there. So I've been on for five years. I did like, a, you know, like everybody else starts the hammer traffic. Now I kind of do more. Uh, I like crashes and do like the crash reconstruction thing. Uh, we don't get a whole lot in mass, so it's kind of tough, or at least in my area. And state kind of hops on everything. So yeah, I've been doing TikTok for a little over a year now. I started like July of last year, kind of when COVID was sort of uh, still a thing, and we couldn't really do a whole lot. So I started up and it took off. What's the TikTok handle? Unhinged stability. But if you, you type in, I, I just wanted something ridiculous. Honestly, like I never really respected TikTok when I first, everybody I used to be on Snapchat. I would just send like all this funny stuff to my friends and they were like, Hey, you should get on TikTok. I'm like, ah, screw that. And then I finally was like, all right, you know what? Let me give it a try. Like, like I said, it was during COVID was kind of bored. So I was like, all right, let me try it out. And uh, I wanted just a ridiculous name that didn't make any sense. And everybody like that was a cop on TikTok. They all had like office or something, office or whatever. And I didn't really want to blow my name up. So I was just like, Unhinged stability sounds ridiculous. I'll put that on there. What are some of the more profound or that people responded to most videos that you've done? And what's the premise of kind of the, the, the work that you're doing on there? So really, it's just kind of outreach. You know, it kind of started off as just um, just joking around. I would find like when I was out on the street and I would, you know, if somebody was in like either kind of a, a shitty situation or if they were in... Um, a stressful situation, I would kind of like use a little bit of humor to like kind of lighten the lighten the burden of the load that we're on right now. And people like would just stand there stunned, like I was telling a joke or like being sarcastic, or they would absolutely love it. And I was like, I don't understand why people don't think that like we don't have sense of humor. It's like, you know, you go to any roll call and the whole roll call after they talk about the business side of it, it's like 80%. Everyone's just busting each other's balls. Everyone's laughing. Everyone's having a good time. But then we go on the street into the public. We're like, so prim and proper, like, oh, you know, and not to like, you know, crap people, but like to just regular people driving around the community, you know, we're not going to gang areas and, and joking around, but like just normal everyday people. And they just don't really see that side of it. I think we try to be a little too stoic. Essentially, you, some of the motivation behind the TikTok 
account was to try to shed light on the lighter side of the personalities in law enforcement. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think the first one I did was, uh, I was driving around, they had like, we have a little farm in our community and there was like this pig, this little tiny piglet sitting up on like the table. And so I stopped and like kind of stared at the camera look and then like videotaped it looking at me and then just kind of like <laughs> nodded. It was like, when you see your boy on undercover, you know, or something like that. Yeah. And that was like the first one I did. And then I did some like July 4th thing about how, uh, how I have to work July 4th, but how I'm happy that the British police officers aren't getting paid overtime or aren't getting paid like a holiday rate. So I did like something like that. And that one kind of blew up. That's good. So, yeah. It was, it was kind of like, it just, I wanted to show people that, you know, we're just people too. And we like to have fun and you know, this is just, this is our job. It's just our job. It doesn't define who we are. What's your administration's position on you doing TikToks? Do they like it? Do they not like it? They like it. Thankfully. I, I definitely kept it under wraps until I had enough people. I think it was like 80,000 subscribers. And then they like, then they picked up on it. And uh, I think the chief just sent me a text and it was just a, a screenshot of my, my like uh, profile page. I was like, Oh God. Oh no. And then, and he was like, yeah, this is, a, this is hilarious. I love it. I don't really do, I don't really put anything with like a whole lot of swearing in it. I don't do anything political. I don't do anything like raunchy or dirty. So I kind of keep it above board. So if they did find it, like, they're not going to have like all these are really, really bad. You know, it's interesting, dude, when you say you do nothing political, contrary to what maybe you see on the surface of street cop training, a lot of the work that I do has nothing to do with politics, it just has to do with the yeah. truth. You know, so I don't, I don't really get into the political realm of casting my opinions on things. Um, you know, I, I'm here about the facts and what's important and what's not. Sure. What are some of the nice things you're getting back from people on TikTok? Because we know that TikTok is inundated with negativity. Yeah. So what are some of the nice, don't even, you don't have to address that. I live it. I don't care. You know, yeah. Good. this morning, somebody said to me, uh, you know, they, they really rag on your, on your Ferragamo belt. I go, uh, okay. Okay. What do we do? Like, I don't care. I wear, I wear a Salvatore Ferragamo belt. It's expensive. <laughs> it makes me happy. I'm, I'm, I'm a little fancy. So people who know me know that I'm a little fancy. I like living the better life a little bit. I've earned it. But what are some of the things that you have gotten back that have been positive that you're, makes you happy while you're doing the TikTok thing? Um, I definitely have gotten a lot of compliments on some of my larger videos that have a kind of a bigger span. I think one of my bigger ones has like just about 10 million views. And on some of those, you'll have people that will reach out and then say, like, I can't believe like, all right, this cop's actually funny. Or um, I didn't know cops could be funny. And like little stuff like that, that'll be riddled throughout it. And little compliments like that just kind of, yeah, sure, there's a flood of negative stuff. But there's an overwhelming amount of positive stuff that people think it's actually funny. People can't believe that a cop is telling a joke. People can't believe that I'm using like kind of self-deprecating humor. Like they, they can't believe any of that. And it really kind of like softens their view on all of us out there that throw on our sunglasses that are super reflective and cross our arms and just stare people down for no reason at all. I have people that will send um, like care packages and stuff once in a while. I had like this one lady, she's a police officer from um, Australia. She sent out like a huge box full of like local, like Australian food and like snacks and stuff like that. That was really cool. That's so, awesome, that's, dude. Yeah, it was, it's pretty neat. Little things like that. Well, what do your coworkers think about it? And then I'm going to ask you about your, what does your wife think about it? So the coworkers have no problem with it. Like they, they've been working maybe long enough to know that I'm an idiot and I love to have fun. And that I definitely, my mouth gets me in trouble all the time. 
And so when they when they saw me doing this, they were like, "That's, That's fine. Yeah, I know this, that this is this is right up his alley." So they didn't have no problem with it. The wife, the wife, the wife. Uh, she thinks it's hilarious. She'll she'll at least let me know if something's not. I'll bounce ideas off of her because like sometimes if it's strictly cop humor, she won't get it at all. And then I'm like, all right, well now I'm kind of limiting my audience. Uh, but she has no problem with it. I'll show her the DMs. I'm like, here you go. There they are. What are some of the opportunities that you've received okay. or have arisen from you having a social media pl- a presence on TikTok or social media platforms in general? I've had a lot of like uh, different like companies that want to like use me as advertising stuff like that. But kind of one that I'm more proud of is um, Humanize the Badge reached out to me and and Mike the Cop. They're sort of like trying to changing their platform and making it a little more um, open to a select group of people that they've chosen that kind of reflect. Uh, their mission statement. And so they've reached out to me and I'm in the, in the process of kind of working with them to change, like, you know, put this platform together and kind of span out that way. So that would be like the, the biggest one. What would you tell people who are apprehensive about taking their talents or whatever they feel like they want to share with the world and sharing them on social media platforms because they're worried about what other people think or they're worried about what comes with it what would you say to somebody who is has something of value but does not want to share because they're worried about their anxiety it's it's you'll probably end up getting a lot more good feedback than negative and you can't focus on the negative you just be happy putting yourself out there and if you do nothing then you're going to reach no one and if you're out there at least kind of you know, putting yourself on the line, not only, yeah, for the first little bit of it, I think for the first month I did it and I was like glued to how many views I would get. And I would judge what I would do based on the views. And now it was just, if, if I think this is funny, then I'm going to put it out there. And I, a lot of people on TikTok will copy you all the time. People get one sound. And if you go and look at that sounds videos that are attached to it, it's all just people doing the same thing. And I, hate that. And so just be just be you because people will appreciate the the fresh air of some new perspective. What's your career goals? I would definitely like to go up as far as like in detective or something like that would be my my spot. If I can I like the SRO gig. I like I like getting into schools. I think I kind of am used to that. I do like a student academy uh, our department puts on and I'm one of the DIs for that. And I it's a week long with the kids, eight to three, and it's so much fun. And it's definitely the highlight of my year. And so I think it'd be kind of a good way to get into the school system and then just show, get them, get them before they get indoctrinated by college or whatever else. I like that gig. There's a lot of you know downsides that go with it, but SRO is something that I would, I would like to get into. And then, yeah, I don't know where TikTok is. In, in one year, a lot of other th- things have come my way that I never would have thought. You know, so who who knows where this is going to take me? Where do you think you want it to take you? Oh man, if I could get out of law enforcement, but I don't know if I really want to. I go back and forth. Like I would like to do like a a part time law enforcement, and then get into some other thing like an acting thing would be pretty cool. But who knows? It's tough to predict anything with this thing because everything has changed so much in one year that it's tough to predict. I'm glad that we're your second podcast that you did. We're here in the beginning. If you do rise to the top, you will not forget this moment in your life. This is it. This is the this is the thing that's going to kick it right over the edge. That's it, dude. No question about it. What else do you want people to know that 
maybe in this opportunity right now to speak to a you know large audience. I mean, you have a large audience as well, but maybe a different audience who's unfamiliar with you. But you've earned the ability to say something to everybody, and I can't imagine you're that old of a guy. Um, you know, it, five years is enough experience, in my opinion, to give some thoughtful advice. There's no question about that. Maybe five months isn't, um, but it depends who your audience is. So, what is something that you'd like to share with everybody? You know, you've touched upon like knowing the cops are human beings as well, which is a really important thing to, you know, share. People need to be aware of that. Everybody has a different role in law enforcement. What my yeah. role is is to is different than your role for sure. I think I have a little bit of an ingredient of trying to humanize it as well, especially with our live videos where they're not polished or post edited. But uh, I know some of the things that I'm doing right now. And the good news is, Jesse, it can change tomorrow. You could change your answer tomorrow. Yeah. There's things that I said five years ago that I do not still believe in anymore, but most of it I do. So I'm glad that I actually had enough thoughtfulness to open my mouth when I thought I had something that was long-term and made sense. I would say just like how we're, how we're screaming out to humanize the badge and, and all that. I think cops have to do a better job of just humanizing people because I know mm. that I really started off in the beginning and it was really easy to fall into that. Like everyone's a scumbag and you're like, you meet someone good and you're like, they're not good. They got some hidden crap that is, is, is horrible. And they're not showing that to me. And, and you get kind of like, you get super jaded. And I know TikTok sort of brought me out of it um, a bit because I would meet people that I typically just wouldn't give any credence to at all or any respect to. And then they end up being really, really great people. And then I'd feel like crap about myself for judging them so hard. And I think it's so easy in law enforcement. I get it. Like, yeah, you, you're usually only showing up to meet some dirtbag. Like that's not, you're looking for the dirtbags. Like that's, that's your job. And I get that. But at the same time, you're out in the community and everyone is staring at you. And if you simply walk by a kid, smile and wave or give them a fist bump. I know as a child, that would mean the world to me to see a cop kind of come down off that layer. And, you know, you have more of an effect than just the dark side of law enforcement. You know, there's also a positive side and figure out that balance. Because if not, you'll just, it'll, it'll take over your life as well. And you'll only have cops for friends and you'll be stuck within that like blue ball and you can't get out of it. And it's self-destructive, you know? So that, that's what I would say. Humanize, humanize people just as much as you want to humanize the badge. I think that was probably top three answers I've ever received. And I leave the other two for anonymity because I don't want people to think that they didn't make that cut. But there was no question about it. You were top three answers I've ever gotten back to a question that was perfect. And I don't know where to go from here because I don't know how to top that. And again, just real quick, let everybody know where they can find you on these social media platforms. By the way, I just followed you on Instagram while we're doing this as well. All right. Um, yeah, it's unhinged ability on basically everything. So I'm on Facebook, um, I'm on Instagram, and I'm on TikTok. All the things are unhinged ability. Um, there's an underscore between unhinged ability, but usually if you type in unhinged, it should pop up. But yeah, that's where you can find all my stuff. And I, I do my best to kind of give it a light, lighter side of everything and, and keep things light and funny and remind you why you do some stuff and then make fun of yourself once in a while. 
And I, I anticipate it'll be some follows back to the street cop training stuff. Oh yeah. There'll be, I think I, I think I followed you on, uh, on TikTok. Badass. I think I did. Yes, like I said, a couple of my, uh, a couple of my partners at work went to your training. What'd they say? They loved it. They loved it. They got stickers and crap all over the crew. I do the cruisers at my job and yeah, they got stickers all over the cars. I'm like, <laughs> God guys. But yeah, they got that. They got the patches. They, they love it. You know, they, they're awesome, dude. big fans, big supporters. So when I told them and flexed on them, like, yeah, you know, I'm doing a street cup training uh, podcast, you know, they're all like, are you serious? Oh yeah. yeah. With Dennis? Yeah. <laughs> yeah no big deal you know this is just another this is just another wednesday you know they're very amped up it's so interesting that like you know class it's hard for me to find a balance between time and spending as much time with everybody that i can that i can and try to make it as personal as possible for everybody but if i'm going to run into somebody you know who unbeknownst to them they will run into me in public somewhere i really try to make it the best experience for them that they could ever imagine where i am thanking them and in awe of them more than anything. And I think that really speaks volumes to when you do have attention, what to do to make somebody feel better and surprise them. And I learned that from a guy named Gary Vaynerchuk, which I, you might be familiar with. Hmm. So he's a social media influencer, but he's actually uh, a significantly well-rounded and astoundingly successful businessman. One thing I learned from him that I think is invaluable is when we sat down with him in a room, it's about 40 of us in a room in a very, very private event. I got very fortunate to be able to go to that. Uh, dude, he made you feel like he was your best friend. Like there was no fucking weirdness yeah. about it. And, and like, was it actually like doing like, so it was like a wine tasting event. Right. And he was actually like cleaning people's shit up for them. And like, just being a, <laughs> that's awesome. You know, yeah. So like when you're, when, when people, like, I remember helping somebody at an event, uh, I, I was, I was asked to go to an event. I showed up and, you know, people want to take pictures and they want to do all this and ask questions and it's wonderful. Uh, but then I, I realized they needed help with the raffle. So like I went down there and started helping with raffle tickets and like calling numbers and setting all the things up. And people are like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, I'm helping them. They know it's just a fucking regular guy yeah. who has a little bit of attention, but I mean, dude, like, well, I'm not that fancy, right? Like these yeah. guys need help. Nobody's helping them. They're my friends. I know people a, a lot longer. And, and I think that goes a long way of like, even for supervisors who may be listening to this or future supervisors is, don't be afraid to get dirty because you think you're too fancy to get dirty. It doesn't mean I'm not talking about making wise decisions in business. What's a priority, what you should be doing, what you shouldn't be doing. That's the not to do list, the to do list. I'm saying don't lose sight of what it means to be a fellow human being and uh, you know, being there for people and surprising them with your kindness. I mean, I literally drilling this into my kids' heads. Mm. I had two of them in my office yesterday. So this FedEx guy walking in with a big box on a, on a dolly. So I said, grab that door. Let's hold it open for this guy. And he was probably 30 seconds away. I could just hold it there. And I, and the guy goes, oh, I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. And I said to my oldest, I said, you see how happy it makes people when you do things nice for them. I mean, I just drill this into them nonstop because I want them to be good human beings and I want them to, um, and if they do something nice, I reward them tremendously. Like they do something like, you know, holding a door, picking something up for somebody who dropped it. Those things I reward like 10x. Like you would think it's crazy, but I that's the kind of person I'm trying to develop in these children. Sure. So yeah, you gotta drill it in. I think somebody somebody always said that you never, it's like it's ne nothing's ever deserved, everything is earned. So exactly with the with the leadership thing, you can definitely tie the bridge to like, you know, social media fame in, in some way, where you never walk in the room and just expect that you're gonna be known. And it, it definitely was a learning curve, like having people recognize me. That was not something I was used to. Um, and it's kind of a learned behavior to figure out how to treat it. 
but when you do treat it like like you were talking about how you make that person's day and you just kind of one up and you're joking with them and having a good time it means the world to them and it's it only takes a few seconds you know you have to like balance your humility along with the fact that these people really really want to meet you and it took some guts for them just to walk up to some stranger and and hope that you were that person that they they thought you were you know you get those weird stares sometimes now oh my god the first yeah. one was a grocery store and the guy literally was going by me in the car and just like kind of glared at me and like <laughs> all the way past me and i'm like you good and he's like um hey um are, are you on tiktok and i'm like oh god and so it's been really weird trying to figure out how to like answer people but that's what i'm kind of learning what you what you've been doing where you just have to hype them up and just really enjoy that moment let them have that awesome moment of meeting you you know and it's not like trying you try not to be arrogant about it because you're like oh, i feel like an a-hole where i'm like like hey yeah that's right you met me like this is your big day like but it's not like that like you're just trying to give them a good moment you know i was uh walking out of the affair down here last week with my kids and as i was walking i was walking into it, i was walking out of it they were another couple was walking out there pushing a stroller and i saw the guy and, you know, like in the Northeast, we can call a cop about 19 miles away. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I see him and I'm like, um, I see him looking and he tells his wife and he looks back at me and he's doing, I'm like, Hey, what's up, man? Go. How are you? He's like, Oh, <laughs> Hey, how are you? And I'm like, I don't know if he actually knows me, but I'm getting the vibes that he is recognizing me. And dude, we spent time with like the guys who are working. You typically, the younger guys are really uh, excited to see uh, me or us and our own instructors showing up. And, you know, the guys I met in at the same time, I'm trying to balance being the dad to my four children. Yeah. So, you know, I've got, I'm holding the hands with kids. They want to go on rides and get fucking cotton candy. And I, you know, I try to stop and My kids are always just like, you know, that guy, right? It's like, how do you know that guy? Right. They get this, <laughs> dad, you, you're friends with all these guys. Yeah. You know, how do you, how do you know? Like this concept, how do you know everybody? But I always try to stop and give them some time. And I just politely excuse myself. Like, I'm sorry. I got these kids. I got to go do rides and shit. Yeah. Please don't be personal. Just go with it, man. It means a lot to these people. Um, yeah just be there for them. And, and, you know, it's okay. I know it's not what you're typically used to, but you've done a lot for folks. You've had impact in their lives and they're, 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 they're they think of you so highly that they want to have you sign something as memento yeah. of the fact that they, they, you know, I always tell people, I always invite them to take pictures, not because of my ego, but I know they want a picture or sometimes people are so nervous. They forget. I'm like, you want to do a picture? Yeah. Like, Oh well, yeah. Can I, can I do one? Like, I didn't think of that. I'm like, I would love to bro. Like for sure. I've only had a handful of pics that people had the balls to come up and just ask. Um, we were at like some police, we had a, we hosted a police training in our department. And then I was standing outside, talking with one of the guys that attended, we went to academy together. So we were out front just shooting shit. And then everybody started walking up and they were like, yo, you, Hey, yo, you him? <laughs> oh, I'm him, bro. And uh, we had that. Then we had some, like uh, we had this little fair thing and they had, it was like all just for law enforcement, just like a law enforcement give back day. And so I went, and it, it was just like, I got a lot of like the little creepy, like, let me take a, I'm going to take a selfie, but I'm going to have like just me and half the frame and the guy behind me in the whole frame. Yeah. And then I got a couple of people that like, they would talk same thing like you, they talk to their wives, look back at me. She looks at me. Then the phone comes up and it's a quick click. And you're like, bro, just come over and say hi. Like, I don't mind. Like, it's no big deal. Well, yeah, you know what the best I, yeah, thing was, dude, and I'll share this with you. We had our conference in uh, October of 2021 in Harris Atlantic City here in New Jersey. And there was a lot of that that week. And we certainly part of coming to our conference is the fact that you're going to spend time 
with us as instructors. Like we're out, we're going to be out social with you. You're going to get us every minute, minute we have. I mean, I was running a significantly sized event. We had a thousand plus people in, in the place and I was running the whole goddamn thing. So the, the headsets on the walkie talkies, like I'm calling at 28 employees, like going crazy. This is going wrong. That's going right. You know, all this other shit. So um, on top of like people want to take pictures, it was in our events, it was pictures followed by this is what you did for me. And I want you to know that. Hey, five years ago, I was in this situation and you did that. And like that meant the world to me. You were there for me. You donated money to my fucking brother who was dying. Da da da. You know, all these things. And you know, you tend to forget how many seeds you plant. And what a wonderful experience it was when you look back at the work that you've done, because there's a lot of time, energy, and effort that goes into this to to get a chance to look at your crops and go, look, look at this is great. Yeah, you know, that that was a big moment for me. It wasn't an ego thing. It was just a reminder of why the work that we're doing is important. I did a thing similar to that. Well, I did a, um, I did like a t-shirt kind of drive thing for um, autism awareness. And at our department, we give all, you know, we do like the patch project. I don't think I have the shirt in different places, but we have an autism patch and you can come in and buy it. I think it's like 10 bucks, but the, the donations all go to uh, the Doug Flutie Jr. Foundation for Autism. And I was trying to think of a way to implement that to my platform. Um, now that I have such a big audience where, you know, our town, I have like, you know, 55 of our towns that follow me. So, okay, well, how can I, how can I get them in on this, but without blowing up where I'm at, you know? And so I was like, screw, you know, I'm just gonna do a t-shirt and then all the proceeds, I'm just going to give it to the Doug and autism. So we ended up raising, I think, uh, just about 1900 bucks that I was able to, to give to this foundation. And then they reached out to me after I donated because you don't think of it. I don't really think of like, no one, no one really cares. You know what I mean? Like this is just another donation, you know? So I, I blew it up on my social media account and then I just gave it to them and they reached out back to me and they're like, yo, next time you're doing this, like, we're going to, we're going to get on board with you. We're going to, we're going to work with you. We'll have some events and stuff with you. So it's the same thing where you never know where your platform is going to take you. And it can take you in a direction that you never even really thought or intended it to go. You know, so that was a lot of fun. This has been a badass podcast, and uh, it uh, surprised me of how good it got. Not because I had any reservations about you, but typically we go into like mental health, and these people have a lot to talk about and books and da da da. And me and you are just two northeastern, <laughs> probably lined up. And if you live close, we probably hang out all the time, be complete assholes together. Exactly. Uh, yeah, there's no no doubt about it. Like ever when I go to like. The mass area, bro. I'm like, this is. Oh, I'm home. It's I'm home. home right there. It's cold. It's a cold, bitter home. It's excellent. That's what I'm used to, dude. Like that's, that's how we are here. It's a black cup of coffee outside. It's a brisk fall day, and you're just angry. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. You live there, man. You you just you 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 would let it envelop you. It's great. Yeah, brother. It was a pleasure meeting you, dude. Thanks for being Absolutely. here. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks yeah, reach for out if you want to do anything. We got yeah, classes coming up the mass. You want to come to one of the motherfuckers? Come, let me know. Yeah, we're gonna have to. Just send me an email or text me whatever you want, and uh, don't don't message me on TikTok. But uh, email me or, me or send me a text. Frank, will email you my my cell phone number. You want to come to class? I got you, bro. Yeah, this would be a blast. Dude. I would love to. All right, Mine's bro. Exactly <laughs> the same way. Yeah, good to meet you, man. Yeah, be in touch. We'll do. We'll do. Yeah. Take care, buddy. I appreciate it. Of course. Thank you.
Hey guys, don't forget to check out the Street Cop Training Conference 2023, April 23rd through the 28th, Nashville, Tennessee, the Gaylord at Opry. What a center, what a place. We have amazing speakers, amazing training, five of the most impactful days of your career. Check it out at streetcop.com. You do not want to miss out. There is a room code available for a discounted room. Sign up now at streetcop.com.